The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too Brothers, my brother, me, the right show for the modern era. I'm your oldest brother, Justin McElroy, and we are all a fever for Super Bowl Sunday. Big, big game Sunday. I'm, big, I'm sorry. Big game I'm Sunday. Due, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Big game Sunday. The commission, the commission might be listening because God knows he's not busy governing the rules of the NFL, right, guys? Right. Nice. Maybe Sick governing burn. them too much dependent on what the popular wisdom is there that, that t- make us seem plugged in that but, touchdown in that broncos game was highly suspect i'm just excited see a lot of people say they watch the super bowl for the commercials i watch it for the concussions mm-hmm. i want to see someone have some lasting damage sure i watch it for those awesome plays where like the dude can't get over the line so like he dives over everyone I god those, those are awesome i love those divers I'm, uh-huh. I love the pl- I love the plays where a shirtless man runs out of the stands and has soy bomb written on his chest nice. and dances around midfield. That's a I, that's I, a real watch... shame that that is your wheelhouse, Justin, because <laughs> yeah, I, that is not, that's an incredibly not, rare. It's like Haley's not a comment. frequent occurrence. I watch the big game specifically um, for the Star Spangled Banner. Oh, that's yeah. nice. who's who's dropping it on us this year? I have no idea. So you don't really. I like up. no. I like to surprise myself with that. It's, sure. it's actually. I try gonna, not. No spoilers. You know what I mean. They're gonna wheel out a small television of a pre-recorded video of Beyonce singing it. Mm. Now, are we gonna have? Uh, I know that, that there's a, a tradition of sort of supplementary bowls. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. There's of course the I'm, Bud Bowl. I'm way more excited for the Puppy Bowl. Oh, the Puppy Bowl! I didn't know they were still doing that. Yeah, they're doing it, and now they have. I think this year they have like piglet cheerleaders or some shit. They're oh, really get they're getting way town. too com- they're getting very commercial. I oh, guess. they've sold out. Yeah. I'm actually starting my own puppy bowl as part self-entertainment, part protest. Oh, kind of like an underground puppy bowl. An underground puppy bowl. It's a lot more like the puppies are more like into the sport, you know, they're more into the game mm-hmm. of it, so they're a lot they're way more violent is So an X maybe like the XFL of puppy bowl. It's the XFL. Okay. So like so arena puppy bowl. There's arena puppy bowl. I have a tiny uh a tiny schnauzer called He Hate Me. Uh he's in the mix. <laughs> You're welcome, XFL fans. XFL fans really loved that he hate me goof, and um, <laughs> if you don't know about that one, Google that because it is you are gonna real. love it. <laughs> You're um, gonna love that guy. But I'm having a lot of problems with dog dog fatalities. Griffin, what? can you describe to me sort of the the I, I'm I'm sure you're you're using different rules. Yeah, it's more it's sort of describe to me the flow of play. Right, we're basically talking about a one on one sort of street ball. Except uh-huh. they, they usually just ignore the ball altogether and just try to kill each other. And but like it, in, I guess in their defense, like there's a bunch of people s- standing around in a circle screaming and throwing money. Uh, Griffin, oh. Griffin, I'm sorry. Yeah. Wait. It's. Uh, it sounds. <laughs> it sounds a lot like the sounds love of the like, game, right? No, it well, sounds. It sounds. It sounds like you're hosting gridiron. a dog fighting ring. Oh. It sounds like a dog fighting 
Yeah, a doll. Is there a ball? There is a there is a ball, but it's sort of like it's a little off to the side. You know, sure. is is there any kind of referee or like rule system? No, XFL, baby, love of the game, love of the sport. Love the sport. <laughs> or maybe is there a referee? <laughs> oh, no, this there's... is the kind of ghost you can expect from our hidden vision. Did you guys introduce yourselves? I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griff- I'm Griffin McElroy. Please don't call any cops or animal cops or I realize animal not talking, saying like saying all these things out loud. Yeah, don't call the dog, please. <laughs> okay. um, don't call dog the bunny, bounty hunter. Uh. <laughs> Let's get into the advice. Wouldn't it be I great if dog the bounty hunter only specifically hunted dogs the, for sport? You mean, the, <laughs> you mean the dog bounty hunter? It's just a switching of the article there. Boba bounty, Pet. the dog Boba, hunter. Guys, Boba Pet. Boba Pet. <laughs> Are we going to give okay. advice? I'd like to, yes. I hang out with this girl at my office. We take our lunches together and chat all day. She makes work fun. Lately, she keeps telling me how attracted she is to me and how it makes her feel awful because she has a boyfriend and now has suggested we stop hanging out all together. I like her and think she's a cute girl, but I just want to keep on being office buddies. Oh, my God. How do I get her to stop obsessing about how handsome she thinks I am? I don't know, just... but when you figure it out, you tell me, brother. <laughs> just joke around and have fun like the old days. That's from Just Friends in Florence, Kentucky. This guy sounds a lot like when you're in high school and everybody gets their physicals to join the wrestling team, and the one guy comes back and is like, yeah, you just apparently my the doctor said my wiener is like abnormally enormous. Like, yeah. sure, sure, pal. Sure, friend. Too, too big for, pl- for contention. <laughs> um, it's in a whole nother weight class. I don't know. He said I couldn't gotta, do wrestling time. You got to... Um, <laughs> I think if you really want to get serious about this, you got to go full man in the iron mask. Yeah, that's it. That's really the. I was sitting here thinking. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you said it first, Griffin, but um, because it it almost seemed too obvious. But uh, yeah, definitely man in the iron mask. Uh, lock your face in sort of a prison of iron. Sure. Um, I don't remember man in the iron mask, but I think it was because like the queen was sexually attracted to Leo DiCaprio. Because why mm-hmm. wouldn't she be? And so they, the king was like, I got to lock it up. Got to lock that face, that sweet face up. And he did. Locked it right up. Um, and, yeah, because they couldn't handle his beauty. Made him, look like, made him look like Ultraman a little bit. I feel like they were mixing their, mixing their time periods a little bit. Yeah, it got a little mixed up. I, I did like it when he got his repulsor raised mm-hmm. uh, and mm-hmm. started laying ways to the, the bad guys in France. Yeah, that um, was pretty cool. The man and the weird. Iron Man. Yeah. Um, I, d- I don't understand this question. Uh, well, see, she's into him, but he's just not that into but, her. But is she but really being... into him, or is this like, I'm really well, bored at the office, and you're kind of cute, it so sounds like flirt she, with it, you. It's, well, it's, it sounds like she wants enough? to get a Jim Pam thing going, but she's her heart's not fully in it. She oh, still okay. loves Roy. Giving, giving you, know? you the half Jim Pam. and that's... Because I, I find that that kind of thing doesn't work when you blatantly spell it out to the other person. Mm-hmm. But like, listen, I'm going to just gonna lay all my cards on the table. I like you. I think you're really handsome. I've got a boyfriend. I don't know. Is it? Is it not? We'll find out. <laughs> we'll, we'll find out on this climactic season finale of The Shitty Office.
the problem the problem with your situation is you're you're trying to push the story forward too fast. Mm-hmm. She's wanting that like season six Jim and Pam. All right, and you're still in that season one Jim and Pam, where you may not even yet realize that she's the girl for you. Right, right. Whatever but you do, don't get fast forwarded. Don't get the season right. eight Jim and Pam where it's like. Is there a new love interest? Of course there's not. Of course there's not. I'm a fucking adult, The Office. Don't talk to me like I'm a child. Do you think you could just really lay it out for her? Like, listen, I appreciate you think I'm handsome, but let me tell you, this ain't never gonna happen. It's never can, gonna happen can you between s- you and me. Can you sing a few verses of Never Gonna Get It? Except, I guess, change the words to Never Gonna Happen, as Justin suggested. Never gonna happen, never gonna happen. Never gonna. Yeah, I need you guys on harmony. Never gonna have. Never gonna have. Never gonna have. I can edit it. I can edit it in. You know, I always hated about that song. Sorry to completely change. Didn't didn't you guys hate it when like they edited the song to make it sound like they were cutting back to the radio, and then they would bring it back for like another, like another stanza? You remember that? Yeah, I I got excited because like I always feel whenever an invoke song ends, I always get a mild depression when I think, Mm -hmm. oh, god. I can't believe it's over already. I know. And then, wait, it's not! I know. It, it really ruins your expectations for all other radio music, though, right? Right. <laughs> Just wait. True. It's coming back. Like, it's going to come back on. Hotel California. After this commercial. Hotel California goes off, and you're like, wait, it's coming back. I know it. Encore! Ah, fuck. Here comes the drop. The Hotel California drop. I can honestly say that no one has ever listened to Hotel California and wished it would come back alive. Oh, man, I wish there was more of that Eagles song. I mean, because um, it's good no- news for whoever feels that way. You could just switch to a different channel. And, hey, it's on there, too. It's, yeah. yeah, it's probably on somewhere else. Uh, you know, normally I push an honest discussion uh, on this sort of thing, but I, I, I think you have to be respectful of the fact that if this woman is into you, then it may be hard for her to just do the friend thing. I mean, that may not be easy for her. Yeah, it's um, fine. We don't usually get the question from this side. You know, yeah, we get a lot sure. of that, like, the, the person telling the question asker that they are not interested and just want to be friends. I think that when that happens, like, you got to respect it. And to yeah. say, hey, drop it and just be cool again. That's kind of being a little bit, uh, a little bit inconsiderate of her feelings. You know, she's trying to do the right thing and say, I've got a boyfriend. I'm attracted to you. This isn't right. We shouldn't hang out anymore. And for you to try to push it, I think is a little callous. So maybe just give it some time. And as with most things, eventually it'll get back to a place where you guys the, can probably hang the out. Good and talk news, the good news about the human heart is that if she tries to deny herself you, you're going to become more attractive mm-hmm. than you could have ever possibly been before. You'll be a tantalizing uh, uh, forbidden fruit hanging from the branch of the HR department, and mm. <laughs> she has, and you know that that is a feeling everyone has always wanted to have. Yeah, give this, give this thing six more months of you ice it, putting it directly on ice, and then after those six months, come in in your bicycle shorts. She will literally explode. She will literally, <laughs> she will literally disintegrate at the subatomic level. Yeah. And if all else fails, you could maybe go with, like, a really overly sculpted facial hair and just really turn her right off the whole Oh, yeah, like the guy from Hunger Games. That would be great. Mm -hmm. Just stop bathing. (laughs) Just really – why don't you just garbage yourself up, like, real good? (laughs) (laughs) Next time she's like, listen, you're too attractive. (laughs) Next time she says you're too attractive. 
and she can't she just can't help herself. Have her put her hand on a chair and then you sit on the chair and you fart on the top of her hand and then <laughs> you put on a trilby. <laughs> then you're done. You are out. This is my fart cap. This is your you have fart hand. Do you enjoy my trilby? My overly sculpted facial hair? We are in love, no? Bye. <laughs> and then you're fine, you can be friends again. I guess. <laughs> that would work. That would work. You'd have a crazy story to tell all your other friends. <laughs> uh, did, you, did you bring any Yahoo uh, answer questions? I brought a small answer. satchel. Uh, this, Open up that drawstring. Let me see pull, pull open this drawstring and reach deep down. Um, this one is actually surprisingly pretty germane. It was sent in by Ira Ray. Are you Ira Ray? Who wants to know? I like sometimes you give us you give us both parts. Sometimes you just give us who wants to know. I like if I thought you guys would give me who wants to know, I would uh -huh. I would stop delivering it. But I know it'll never happen. Nope. Um. Maybe. Maybe it's Christmas. I I would also like to point out from our emails this week how many people are utterly confused when Justin does oh, that. Oh, some people don't get it. Some people love it. My friend Anna here here in Austin listens. It's her favorite thing in the show, which makes me question everything about her. Uh, and our show. Uh, it's asked by Yahoo Answers user Ahmed, who asks, what to get for ex-coworkers for Valentine's Day? <laughs> I left the company a month ago and want to surprise them by sending them something. What is a good surprise gift for three female friends I used to work with? They are between 25 and 35. Please, nothing too suggestive. If they're your former coworkers and you get them a Valentine's Day present, trust me, it will be a surprise gift. Uh, it, yeah. And it will they be will suggestive, be too, unless it's, like, erasers. Like, these... <laughs> Why did we get shit I from... I got you some silly bands. Why did Tony send us some shit? Like, I don't even remember that the shape of that dude's face. Cause yeah, I don't... I hardly knew it when we worked together. And that was nigh upon a month ago. I don't care if you send them a shitty cut-out valentine that says, like, you complete bees. And then there's a mm -hmm. picture of bees. Yeah. Uh, they still are going to think that you're upset. I don't care if you send them a Ziploc bag full of bees. Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> you come into the office covered in bees. <laughs> And, and, then, and then on the bag, you've scrawled out, let's be buzz, like buds, so, so that <laughs> people probably, get the... You really missed it, because you could add B in there, and yeah. it would have been, let's be, but you blew let's, it, and Let's be buzz. buzz. And then, be like, mine. your platonic intention couldn't be any more clear or thorough, and they would still think you're trying to fuck. Yeah. I I think the idea Will of you buying... Be my honey? Mm -hmm. Nah, damn it. That was nice. That's really good. I think Be the idea... Mine. Okay, so I want to dip you're, my... You're drunk on power. I want to dip my proboscis deep in your stamen and suck <laughs> up the sweet humors of your your sweet leaves. As friends. As, fr as buds. As buzz, though. <laughs> I think buzz. that getting Valentine's Day presents for anyone that is not your significant other is just just stupid. Right. Just I, I think back to when I was in elementary school and how you get valentine's for everybody in your class uh -huh. like teacher bro, bro friends like ladies that you are interested in but are clearly so 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 far outside of your of your price range because they already had their braces and you These are still coming are such up. a minefield you have to consider everyone has a different message on it and they're in varying all right states of plutonic 
ness. Right. So you have to weigh like is who is going to get this card, and then you have like and and then so so once you get that sorted out, who's going to get the appropriate you message? Fuck up. Then you have like twenty cards on your desk of like signals. Right. To sort through. You switch. You mild Asperger. You switch one envelope. You switch one envelope of your Spider-Man themed Valentines and give like weirdo Barry in the corner the one that has Mary Jane on it saying like looking good tiger you're done you're done sorry change schools you are done become a catholic go to the catholic school you're done change your name fugue state pack them up move them away you're done so frozen in carbonite uh, wait for a hundred years, thaw you out, and then and only then can you start to rebuild your life. Hopefully, <laughs> until <laughs> until the creepy kid's grandson remembers right. you as that the, guy. The legacy go of your ultimate shame will will follow you through generations. Legend tells of a young man. He handed out the wrong Valentine and then disappeared into the mist. I don't. I do not envy this dude or anybody who feels like they have to buy. A Valentine's Day present for anybody other than, like, I only buy what? a Valentine's Day gift for one person, my fiance, my finance, and, like, that is already, like, puts a crippling amount of pressure on me. If I had to double that, or apparently is this person thinks quadruple that, like, well, I... Well, can I hit you guys here's, here's the you know issue. Okay, go ahead, Trevor. I was gonna say, the issue here is that this gentleman is not being honest with himself, because I'd be willing to bet if this dude's wanting to buy presents for these three ladies, he is in love with at least one of them. I don't know. Yeah, right. He's trying to lay down a smokescreen. But he probably doesn't even realize it himself. All right. Uh, let me free everybody up from uh, some some of the pressure here. You know what Sydney and I get each other for Valentine's Day every year? What? What's that? Nothing. You know mm. why? It's not because we don't love each other. It's because I've already given herself, I've already given to Sydney my time. Mm-hmm. And my consideration. Yeah, I've given her my life and your body. And that is your the body, greatest gift of all. Well, my body, my you, best. You give her your physical love. Speaking, I give her my my physical sexual peak. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. To our marriage, and honestly, I I we make each other feel like we love each other every day. Yeah. I don't wait for a dumbass. I like thing. I buy Teresa flowers like randomly throughout the course of the year. I don't yeah. need. I don't need like a day. To be yeah, like, hey, right. dummy, that's be great. sweet today. Hey, you know Thanks, what, guys? Dad. I'm actually thinking about uh, getting up in the attic and getting the Christmas tree out again. What the fuck are you talking about? Love should be a once-a-year yes, thing. <laughs> why, why can't we give presents and have love for each other every day? Why do it's, we have to wait for Christmas? It's the middle of September, so where are the Easter eggs? Good luck. <laughs> Griffin, are you suggesting that we should only be allowed to love each other? You should withhold your affection until one day. Some kind of horrible 1984-esque world in which somebody was holding hands and so they had to be re-educated. Are you saying, Justin, that we should be able to eat turkey and stuffing whenever the fuck we want? No. We do it on Thanksgiving because that's when you do that thing because it's when the Indians and Pilgrims got together and sorted it out. The I think we stopped celebrating it on the day when we saw a... Uh, a uh, little person stripper at uh, Southern Exposure. And we kind of knew after that, like, well, we we're not going to top this. 
She actually had one move where she painted her boobs and then pressed her boobs on a shirt and then sold the shirt. That's, I need I was, to know, Justin. I'm, I'm hoping for gas money home. That's the only thing I, I can think. I need to delve into this. Did you go to Southern Exposure knowing that there was going to be a, a, a little person stripper there, or was it a pleasant surprise? It was a pleasant surprise, Trav. We just went, happened to go on Valentine's Day because what else are you going to do? I'm and sure it was full of other loving couples. Celebrate your love and watch Love Actually and eat chocolate and look love at Actually the flowers. A, love Actually is a Christmas movie. Oh, uh, it's a Trav? two times a year movie, Justin. <laughs> Unlike Love, which is apparently 365 days a year. I know. I'm setting the bar so high. Do you think if they allowed prisoners to have conjugal visits every day that jail jail would just be like I'm going to jail cool because I can fuck every day if I want it's you it's, know what I just it's had the a making it once a day and once a year that makes it special yeah they like, should make everybody only have conjugal visits on February 14th once annually because can you imagine the smell. <laughs> You could hear, you could hear the love sounds down the street. Oh my god! <laughs> sounds like a mop factory in there. Your your windows would shake like someone next door was listening to Mystical. It would just be <laughs> just a, a pounding, resounding bass of of incarcerated meat slapping against freedom. Oh. I, I I've had a brainstorm. Hit me. What if so Valentine's Day, February fourteenth is you know the day of love. Six months later, the day of hate. Why? Wait a minute, what? Right? And no. that's just the day of just, like, going up to the person you, you dislike at work and be like, hey, I hate you. <laughs> Let's air this I mean out. That. You stink. August... I think you're a big old stinky Pete, and I don't like you anymore. So are you saying on August 18th every year, we should just be like, hey, buddy. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. But then that's going to get confusing because then you have those three people that you used to work with a month ago that you fucking hate and you don't know how to like send them dookie, I guess. I don't know what the <laughs> I don't know what the protocol is for this holiday that you've just what's invented. The, what's the proper amount of dookie to send someone you don't work with anymore? <laughs> how many could cups are out? How do you translate uh, liquid cups of dookie to solid dookie? What's the measurement conversion? Could we go a single week without talking about converting solid dookie to liquid dookie? <laughs> Just for... here's, another, here's another question. Okay. A few months ago, I rented out my second bedroom to a friend of mine. He has since moved out, but has left some things behind. He asked if I was interested in a few items. I acquiesced because, hey, new couch. The issue stems from the rest of what he left behind. Several boxes, DVD and the like, musical instruments, clothes, and shoes. I've texted him several times in the past three months to pick up what he wants, as I have other designs on uses for that bedroom. And in parentheses here it says, not sex dungeon, which is the surest way of, of <laughs> convincing me that you are in fact making a sex dungeon. I would feel shitty giving him an ultimatum, and I don't want to do something to damage our friendship, such as simply selling or pitching all of it, but I also don't want to feel as though my hospitality has been taken advantage of. And that's from Tumultuous in Toronto. Um, uh, your hospitality is being taken advantage of. That's precisely what's happening. You have nailed it. Yeah, you you really read this. You read this room. I don't understand. Like, what he's left all this shit in your house is yours now. Is that the? Yeah. Is that the, fucking sell it? Just what are you talking yeah. about? Hey, my friend I gave me a bunch like, of I shit, like and is... I don't know what to do with it. Just like sell it or use it. There's or throw it away. I feel like if it is a concern. 
it is completely it is not an ultimatum and not well i mean it is but it's not a horrible thing to do to call him and say hey man i really need this room if you don't want this stuff, I'm going to get rid I'm of it. I'm sorry, this is crazy. If you move, you take your shit with you. If you leave it behind, then it's... He didn't pay for storage services with his shitty Davenport, okay? If you left it behind, it's... it's he has <laughs> Have no Have you guys claims. met my friend, shitty Davenport? <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear? Are, do, are you guys going to the gaslight tonight? I hear shitty Davenport's... Um, you know, I had a roommate that... She decided the, to move out, and, like, her sister and her were getting an apartment, and she ended up just leaving a bunch of shit behind, and so I threw it away. It's that easy. It's, hey, throw it away. it's a super Step easy one, thing to do. Step one, throw it away. Step two, relax. It drives, me, it drives me up a goddamn, like, I've worked so hard to accrue the things that I've accrued. I would never just leave it in somebody's house and then write a box of DVDs. That's what the hell that represents thousands of dollars in value that you've accrued to like divest unless you're going full blown divestation of your shit so that you can, you know, study yoga in on some mountain in a country. (laughs) Leaving it all behind, man. Yeah. Enjoy my stuff. I'm a uh, yogi now. Doesn't make sense to me. Well, like musical instruments. What the hell? Pretty much all my actions anymore like are based around getting physical objects out of my home. Mm-hmm. Like I just don't want things here that don't make me happy. And I worked and I used to be really bad about accumulation. Like I I used to uh when I was in high school, I would call like when the, when the internet was first uh kicking off, there used to be a lot of places where you could give them like your mailing address information oh, and stuff like man, that. I remember and they that. would send you like free shit so you get like a free i don't know fanny pack or stickers or sample of detergent or whatever and i would like sign up for all that shit and now i'm doing basically the opposite where i i will mail my things to you if you want like (laughs) for free i just do you want my things sure we all do the worst thing you could do to me is leave a box in my home that's like you these aren't yours and you can't throw them away. So just handle this. What is your friend saying when you call him? Like, oh, yeah. All right. Talk to you later. <laughs> oh, I have yeah, stuff I don't like there. Those. Cool. <laughs> no, I don't like you need to come get your much. box. Oh, young up. Call your friend. Say, come get your shit. Or I'm throwing it away. Love you. Happy Valentine's Day. Click. Life isn't as hard as you make it. You just call him and say you're just. No, don't call him. Wait till trash day. After the trash men leave, you th- put all of it in a trash bag and put it outside. And then you call him and go, beep, boop, beep, boop, <laughs> like I'm 24. And then he just, and then he has to come get it. And he's the race against the clock. It's very exciting for him. It's thrilling for you because his, his fucking uh, Ramones poster isn't in your den anymore. Right. Could you, I have a good idea is if you, why don't you have a yard sale? Or like a Jeff sale, because you're selling all of Jeff's things. Mm-hmm. And then you take the proceeds from the Jeff sale, and you take them out to a nice dinner. And then afterwards, you'd be like, I got the check. And he's like, that's nice of you. It's actually nice of you. <laughs> let me put it put it this way. I, I'm i tipping him your Freaks and Geeks DVD mm. set. So Pick up that knife and fork and carve off a piece of that tuba that you used to have. And dip it, <laughs> dip it in that copy of Freaks and Geeks and eat it. You're going to love it. 
This can you use the musical instrument he left to write him a little song about how you sold all his things? <laughs> I think he'd appreciate that. I actually sold your tuba to buy this tuba so I could write you this song. This smaller, <laughs> shittier tuba. <laughs> Gift to the magic. The trombone. Right? Uh, let's go to the money then. Trav, who's his first message for you got on here? It's for Ron to cars. And who's the message from, Trav? It's from Lauren Doubt? Doughty or I, Doughty. I doubt you got that right. Trav, it's your message. The, re- the message is this. I love you, Ron. I love you so much. No, don't add any. The message, Please, the, message the message is perfect. Leave it unaltered. <laughs> I love you, Ron. Happy 24th birthday forever. Okay. Now, hold on. Back up. Okay, you can't whiz Ron. The only... Okay. The only context in which this makes sense is this is going to be Ron's last birthday. We've cryogenically frozen Ron, trapping him in his 24th birthday. We wake him up for one minute a year. I don't want to tell, I don't want to tell Lauren her business, but here on the My Brother, My Brother, and Me, Jumbotron... We allow you 350 characters to get your message across. You have left money on the table. You have less, left at least 280 monies on the table. You can make us say any words, and the words you wish have us wish is Ron, an eternal message that, by definition, can only last one calendar year. Or maybe you're wishing him to be stuck in some kind of infinite loop. Hmm. So, uh, by the way, if you want to uh, wish someone a uh, happy eternal birthday, if you, pr- if you plan on uh, fr- having one of your friends taxidermied, uh, you can go to MaximumFun.org forward slash Jumbotron, and, uh, and uh, you can sign up there to get a, a, a birthday message or whatever kind of message you want. Spot corporate sponsorships, we got them. Whatever you want. And if you pay for a corporate sponsorship, you can be like our... God, at this point, I'm going to say partners. Our yeah, partners at StreamersFights.com. Partners, uh, partners in butt crime. Mm-hmm. Partners in butt crime. Uh, do you want penis... <laughs> do you want unique... I was just picturing that. Toys? I was just picturing that scene in, in the, the police headquarters that they've struck again. <laughs> the partners in butt crime. They've stolen another one. I uh, I wanted I want actually uh, wanted to I know we've only had great things to say about extremestraints.com. <clears throat> By the way, if you go to extremestraints.com, it's a, a a massive adult toy store super site. If you use a coupon code Middleist, you can save twenty percent. Um, but I I never I, uh, I I I I never thought it would come to this. But I actually I have beef with uh, extremestraints.com. Uh, our sort of uh, our our relationship is is a partnership. It's built on the fact that we offer very different services, but really not that think, not that different though. Because I like not to, that different. But... All of our advice is aimed at helping you get fucked. Like ultimately, uh, everything we tell mm-hmm. you is aiming towards that end goal. That's the where it yeah, terminates. Yeah, that's the end goal. Here's the here's the problem though. I'm looking uh, at their uh, I, they're starting to infringe a little bit. I'm looking at their selection of gags. Oh no! Now this is too bad. This is unfortunate. First off, they have ball gags. Yeah. Okay, that's kind of our thing. But go on. And then they have very clearly uh, infringing penis gags, oh, and that's like a half of our. That's material. basically yeah. That's like ninety eight percent of our. 
of our of our gags. And then, perhaps most upsettingly, they have a category called pony bit gags. And <gasps> I'm sorry, guys, that's like practically TM. All right, that's kind of our thing is pony gags, like the pony bits and horse bits. Like that's kind of our shtick. Like what? What? what I'm glad they don't have ghost gags. Yeah, I know. Because then it would be then I think we would we would have to get into some lawsuit territory. Um, I if I were to had s- a great cross branding idea, okay, I'm going to say three words: Bob Ball gags. Oh no! I don't think so. I don't want this. I don't think uh, my my brother, my brother, and me official announcer Bob Ball would want to put his name or branding on something like that. I'm just saying, um, it, we're going to be rich. If I'm going to call beef out on extreme restraints, my only beef with them is that now in Google Chrome, whenever I'm in the search or address bar. And I press the letter E, extreme restraints is what autofills. That is how frequently I have visited this website. That is convenience, Griffin. That is that you are right about that. So head to extremerestraints.com. It's with an E, uh, not an X, as you might have guessed. Actually, uh, there's actually a couple E's in there. Yeah, there's a few E's in there. It's a popular letter. Uh, <laughs> and you can head there and use the coupon code MIDDLEST to save 20%. Uh, oh, good news, guys. If you forget the E, it still goes to extremerestraints.com, so you are fine. Uh, Griffin, how about another Yahoo? Sure, this one is sent in by Earl Parsons. Thanks, Earl. It's by Yahoo Answers user Harry, who asks, Is it possible to fall in love on Yahoo Answers? Goodbye, everyone. Are there answers, Griffin? Um, there are. There are. Um... <laughs> A lot of people saying some pretty disparaging things to Harry, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> Not a good day for Harry. Not a good Not a good. Byron. I think Harry, by asking this question, was sort of casting a, a net of sorts, a sexual net. <laughs> if, <laughs> available at extreme restraints. Um, and I think that he did not get the responses that he was looking for. Um, yeah, but at the same time, it can happen. That's how I, I'm pretty sure that's how Mantiteo found his suitor. Yeah, and they seem to be very happy. And also, it's worth noting I have not read anything for the past three weeks. So, <laughs> uh... The love story of the sports love story of the decade. The sports love story. Yeah, right. It's like Brian's song, but with a real woman. Um. <laughs> One in six marriages, guys. One in six. Yeah, Justin. Just, that's how you online. met. That's how you met Sydney, right? Is that you asked um, why the chess pieces in chess were called what they were called, yeah. and she made and a she goof. Was like, shut the fuck up, asshole. Yeah, because she's on yeah. Troll, troll, lol, lol. Troll, troll, lol, lol. <laughs> and then, chess, which, as we all know, is internet yeah. code for "I love you." You she voted that. Chet, as... She called me a chess fag with four G's. <laughs> <laughs> I knew then. I knew that it was real. That was real love. Um. <laughs> and then you voted that as top answer, and it was that as top answer, and that was my way of saying hello. And, I'm and that was like that was like your guys as you wish. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> that was the moment. Um, it's probably happened, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I would assume everything has happened. It seems I would yeah. assume that this is not an exception. It seems like an awfully circuitous, like why, like a dating site alone is like hard enough to find somebody who 
isn't awful, isn't the worst. And those have all these like heuristics built into them to help you find what you're looking for. Yahoo Answers is like a fucking masquerade ball. Like, there's no way of knowing what's going on. It's, prob- it's a lot more like chaos theory. You know what I mean? <laughs> the problem that this question asker had, they were they were almost too they were too direct. See, if I was in this market, I would go with my my question would be something like, "Help, like to snuggle much longer than girlfriend enjoys." Okay, uh, says my gifts mm-hmm. are too extravagant. How do I help? Help. W- woman at work thinks I'm too handsome and too good at sex. <laughs> what do? <laughs> Perhaps want to settle down to lovers, wearing out women. (laughs) (laughs) Too powerful. (laughs) My sex organ is too powerful. I'm getting complaints. (laughs) What do? Help, sexual prime approaching. (laughs) Help, running out of room for all these sex trophies. Is there a way to make your skin bigger so all the muscles you have can fit inside of it? (laughs) Help, what do I do with all this money? People keep mistaking me for Adam Levine. Is he what women like? I should. What do women like? What men do women like now? Because back in the day, it used to just be Tom Hanks. Mm-hmm. Help! Uh, captured by criminals trying to extort money from Bradley Cooper's family. <laughs> that one happened to me. That is. That was not a good mm-hmm. time. But you were also kidnapped by deaf, dumb, and blind kidnappers. So. Yeah. So that was my silver lining. Were you kidnapped by Tommy? I was kidnapped by Tommy. You made me play pinball, and made me watch Silver Linings Playbook. <laughs> of course, you can't find, fall in love on Young Answers. You can fall in nope. hate, though. Happened to me, <laughs> happened to me dozens of times. If if you if if August eighteenth is approaching, mm-hmm. and you're worried that you won't have anyone to share hate day with, Bookmark don't it. worry. I Trav, I'd like you to try to cook up a better uh, a better, better title name. than Hate Day. <laughs> better than Hate Day. It must be way so direct. I must say, way that February thirteenth isn't switch time Eve. Uh, <laughs> you're gonna have to do a, be- a bit better than hate day. Uh, my girlfriend did not believe me when I first told her I couldn't remember the last time I cried. But now that we've been going out for almost two years, she's insisting she needs to see me shed some tears. It's not like I don't feel the same emotions as her. It's just that nothing has brought me over the edge in at least ten years. And even though she says she wants to see me cry, I feel like subconsciously it could turn her off. Do I suck it up and cry for her? Or do I keep my dry streak going? That's from Krusty Eyed in Colorado. Whatever you do, if you haven't cried in 10 years, make sure that when you do it, no one is standing directly in front of you. <laughs> oh, man. Be like the fire hose in UHF. Well, not only that, but you are going to be so bad at it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah, your face is going to look like John Mayer during a solo. <laughs> I, I, here's the thing. I got a solution for you. Just watch Iron Giant. Yeah, right? really... That's what just, I was going to say. Yeah, just watch Iron Giant and you'll cry. It'll be, it'll be a, a masculine, a masculine uh, tear fest. I promise So there's you a difference. And put there, it on loop. There is a difference between like a masculine, like a gentleman's cry. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. It's it's deep. The bass the bass is a little bit stronger. It's more of like a oh no. You actually say oh, oh no, <laughs> just over and over again. Oh no, oh no, oh no. You no. are going. Here's the thing. I have to assume if you haven't cried in ten years, 
you've been burying some things. Like yeah. once you turn on those tears, oh, you may just be stop. like digging back and back and back, like deeper and deeper. Like I gotta see you, my geometry exam. <laughs> you know what I? Uh... Do you hear about Steven? Yeah, he's never not crying now. You know my jam? He cries all the time. My, What's your jam my new jam is like when I have to cry at something, like the last episode of Downton Abbey. Um, I don't make any noise or like move my face at all. I just let the tears just sort of like fall down my completely still, stoic, Native American looking out at a so bunch of trash strong. face. Like, yeah, so proud. And I'm, I'm going to be honest with you guys. This may surprise no one. I cry at like everything. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I'm a big old. I was weeper. actually. I was like, literally talking about this last night because like a some sort of Disney commercial with Wally was in it, and we were all talking about how we all cried when we watched Wally. And I remember when I watched Wally with you, you cried for like thirty uninterrupted minutes. Yeah. Like once you once sad <laughs> my, shit in my, that movie started happening, you didn't stop crying until the, the the fucking credits were rolling. My emotions are like right below my eyeballs yeah. and so at any given point one extra drop of emotion and it, i'm over it i'm Travis gone. actually has to schedule time at four o'clock on sundays to pay off the crying that he earned while watching the first 15 minutes of love i remember when uh-huh. he's still crying while at the beginning of love. i remember when i was uh last in town and i uh we were at lunch and i was like i'll pick up the check and you're like don't you do this to me right now <laughs> oh no oh no uh, oh no oh no did you I, see they got a new sign at Giovanni's? No, come on, my childhood. <laughs> Said I wouldn't do this. I told myself I'd be strong. I'm not strong. strong. I'm a big strong man. I, the, the worst is like if I'm up at an unreasonable hour. When I used to work at Best Buy and I had to be in at like five o'clock in the morning. There's something about like five o'clock in the morning by yourself in like a big empty half dark Best Buy that I I would just sit there and like start singing a little song to myself and weeping. Just oh, while I'm like doing all the stock taking. Pounds. Oh no! <laughs> oh, here we go. Um, yeah, I, I there's something. Uh, crying is like, to me, finishing a cry is like waking up from a good nap, and it's like, okay, mm-hmm. time to start my day in earnest. You know what I mean? It's like, well, the crying yeah. is over. Now it's time for happy times. I I'm actually kind of jealous of you, Travis, that you get that. You get to clean out your. Oh man, yeah, like I that. fucking love crying. Yeah, the best time to do is in the shower. Because you're already wet, oh, and that okay. way it just mingles. No, because if you cry when you're, like, fully dressed, you're going to get all of the tears and snot all over your clothes. How hard are you crying? <laughs> Pretty violently. So that so you're uh, – I actually, like, uh, much like Daryl Hannah and Blade Runner or Ernest in uh, Ernest Goes to Jail – I like to cry in the rain. Mm-hmm. Oh, you mean job. Ernest goes to camp when he's saying, sure, I'm glad it's raining. Nobody you... sees your teardrops when it rains. Holy shit. Uh, geek check. You yep. walked right into it. I am not ashamed of my love for the Ernest movies. Um, I guess I was thinking Ernest goes to jail because that's the one where he has a doppelganger, right? Mm-hmm. And it, But he's also very sad because he's incarcerated. And also because his life is as a janitor at a bank. Right. And he gets electrocuted like 16 times. Yeah. That's a lot, right? All, yeah. all reasons. It gives him superpowers. Oh. Hey, everybody, what's that movie like? I bet Ernest it, gets superpowers. I bet after Ernest goes to jail and Ernest goes to camp and Ernest scared stupid, he was really, really hesitant. You have to feel bad for Slam Dunk Ernest because that is halfway <laughs> across the video store. <laughs> Why is it called Ernest Goes to the Hoop? 
Ernest, Ernest takes it. Ernest takes it to the to the point zone. Uh, you got all those Ernest movies hanging out next to each other, and then like way off, somebody's looking through the S's, and they're like, mm. "What is this Ernest?" And then movie there's like extreme with an X Ernest stunts, and it's like fucking. <laughs> I don't even know where that is. They're looking through like Super Dave Osborne movies, and then Ernest pops up. Hey, Ernest. This is the craziest video store I've ever been to. <laughs> it's the best video store. You know, also, I loved. I loved Ernest Scared Stupid and Ernest Goes to Jail and Ernest Goes to Camp, but this importance of being Ernest just was not as funny. <laughs> I think the craziest thing about this video store is that it's extant, mm-hmm. that there is a video store. Um, I like to, because I can cry completely still-faced, I could, I could be having a, I could, I could be crying right now and talking to you the way that I'm talking to you with, you would have no clue so my jam is I just do it in public and see if I can get away with it, like a dangerous, like a dangerous thing, like a little dangerous game. Ooh. I'll do it at Best, I'll do it at Best Buy, but like in the middle of the day in the crowded store. Would you describe this as a crying game, not the crying game? No, no, no. It's because a crying. There's more than the one. Have you ever yawned so hard that like you cried? Not like violently cried, but like some tears come out. What is wrong with you? That doesn't happen to you. You just like you yawn really hard and like your eyes just like kind of water a little bit. And you just go with it? No, no. You don't already like got this thing started. Already primed the engine. <laughs> Might as well. No, I remember when when I when we were young and we were at church, and I would yawn really hard because it's church. Um, I always got really worried that people would look over and think that I was crying because I was just like super moved so by moved. like the collection song. Yeah, but really, it's that I yawn, and I was always tempted to look and go, "No, no, I was yawning. Mm-hmm. It's not real tears. I'm not moved or anything. Not a bit." I feel nothing. There's nothing behind these eyes. <laughs> now I feel like I cry too much. Now you guys have made me self-conscious. I'm never going to cry again. <laughs> I, just I feel switch. like if you just think like that. if you think about going the rest of your life without crying again, that would actually be sad enough to make you cry for at least 45 God, minutes. That's probably true. Um, I've got it's, a- it's actually gotten to a point now where if I see a, an especially poignant commercial... I will start crying. Oh, but there's some commercials out there that are real doozers. Mm-hmm. The the fucking one with the guy gets a dog, and is oh. in, in the car, and they drive to go to camping. Griffin, Griffin, don't. And then Please. they get out. And I said I wouldn't do this. They're playing, and then they keep doing. They keep repeating. Oh it. no! The dog's getting older, <laughs> and then at the end oh, he just no. gets out a tombstone from his car. <laughs> and kills the dog with it. No, the, do- the dog is dead. Why would he get <laughs> What? And he smashes the dog okay. with the tombstone. My, uh, Sydney says that her dad used to always cry at the, uh, at the, commer- uh, it was a McDonald's commercial where a dad drives his daughter to McDonald's and she's meeting her friends there and he, she asks him to wait in the car while she goes in and hangs out with her friends. And she says that was making her cry and all I can think about is that's the craziest thing hang ever like what is this hang wait in the car i'm too embarrassed to hang out with you with my friends inside of mcdonald's <laughs> me and my buds are gonna go inside and get a cbo and i'd like you to hang here if that's cool don't ruin this for me old man this is my mcdonald's time uh, yeah, this I always, only happens once maybe twice a week i always cried those e-trade commercials with the talking baby because like i think about like mm-hmm. It, when I have a baby, if it comes out and looks really cute, but sounds like an old ass dude, I would be like mega bummed out. Yeah, wicked, wicked bummed. Um, 
Can we can we address a timely Yahoo answer? Okay, this one was sent in by Steve Lewis. Thank you, Steve. It's by Yahoo Answers user Billy Jack H, who asks, "How can I rely on Punxsutawney Phil when everything around him overcasts his shadow? Do I get my own Groundhog?" With Groundhog Day rapidly approaching, I have some aggravation towards the way Punxsutawney Phil comes out of its burrow, but it is impossible to see his shadow because there are so many people, equipment, and booths around him. These people who run the event then say he didn't see his shadow, and there will be an early spring. Well, I'm tired of relying of this commercial Groundhog informing me how much winter is left. I'd like to get my own Groundhog and intend to let him to come out in a very clear, non-crowded area. That way, I will at least know the truth if we'll have six more weeks of winter or not. Should I get my own groundhog? Should I do that thing? Should that, I get my own? This is the best thing I've ever heard. I've never heard, seen, observed, thought about a groundhog in literally any other context. Yeah, right. Like, I don't know where you would obtain one. I don't know where they're what they're native to. No, but this... I'm th- also going to be honest, and it occurs to me that it seems to me like taking it out of the context of Punxsutawney Phil, it doesn't count anymore. Like, or else everybody would just have groundhogs. But he has a fucking excellent point, because <clears throat> there are there's a lot of hardware, you know? there. Uh, uh, the news newscasters there bring a lot of hardware to the scene. How about the fucking lights? The camera lights. Like, how? how's this? Yeah, God forbid they might spoil the entirely scientific process. No, but right. I'm saying, but they have built these fucking rules around this system, and then uh, they're tampering with the with the rules. And, uh, uh, the groundhog comes out and sees, like, 800 people all standing around screaming at him. Of course he's <laughs> fucking scared. He's a, he's a rodent. He's a small creature. I would be scared. But the thing, we but now the go to Punxsutawney, where Phil is coming out of his hole. Thank you. Oh, hold on. Punxsutawney is addressing the crowd. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Can you give I me some Groundhog, fucking Punxsutawney room? Phil. Could you all spread out a little bit? I'm having a hard time performing. Give um, Phil some space to do his thing, please. Christ. Thing. I'm trying to get down, and uh, it's not going to happen with all these uh, newscasters around. What if they opened up the door? What if they opened up the little Groundhog door? <laughs> And he was jerking off. Okay. <laughs> this is what you want to see? He's like, are you? Huh? This is what you came here to see? Are you guys fucking kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> is it February fucking second already? Are you shitting me? I don't give a shit. That it's a whole day based around me. You knock. You knock first. Because sometimes a groundhog's jerking off, as they all want to do. Do you see these little nubby hands? They feel great. Here's the problem with with complaining about the lights and the cameras and everything. If you have lights and cameras and and everything, it's a celebration. If you're a guy in his <laughs> backyard you pulling a rodent out of a hole and staring at it, you have to register on a list, yeah. a government list. But but at the same time, what do you do when you get that minority report <laughs> from your <laughs> indie, from your indie underground groundhog? That's like, nah, dog. It is time for six more weeks of winter. <laughs> And, but the mainstream groundhog says that it's springtime. What do you do? Who do you send a letter to in that circumstance? Yeah, who do you... I have to... Here's what's going to really fuck you up. That we got three more weeks of winter, and then nothing. Right. Tell the authorities. <laughs> what we need... We need an impartial... Uh, elected. Frankly, elected. Senate or, or House of Representatives approved position for nine groundhogs that will come out and 
you know, create a, a majority opinion on what the weather is going to be. Because this person has Mr. a great Mr. President, point. I don't want to alarm you, yeah. but my groundhog, Saskatchewan Steve, said... <laughs> Listen, according to Miami Marcus, we love... <laughs> I think they would all have to be gathered in one region because I feel like Miami Marcus would pretty much see his shadow all day, pretty much all time. I think that was in Will Smith's Miami's. He talked about how your shadow's always there. (laughs) Me and Marcus (laughs) popping it off. Looking down, getting spooked. Winter is coming. (laughs) Let's go get some carrots. (laughs) Why do they? Because groundhogs love carrots. carrots. Thank you, Travis. Thank you. My groundhog saw his shadow and the shadow of death. I want to congratulate us on doing this for five minutes and not mentioning the movie Groundhog Day. I think we did it, guys. Accomplishment and achievement, and now we can all breathe a little easier. I watched it yesterday. I did too. What a fucking. I watched it a thousand times yesterday. Okay. Uh, We were watching it yesterday, and uh, my we were watching the film about halfway through. Sydney leans over to me and says, "Well, she doesn't lean over to me. We're on a couch." So she just (laughs) talks. Justin. Justin. Uh, that's how I've instructed her to behave. She she looks at me and she says, "You know, the tragedy of this movie is that no one could ever love Andy McDowell." <laughs> she said, "Given a thousand years, you could not love Andy McDowell." And I said, "That is a hundred percent true." And then I was watching the movie, and it, something occurred to me that had never occurred: what the movie is about. I read an interview with Harold Ramis where he said that the movie had become very popular with Buddhists. And when you watch the movie, you realize that, like, he doesn't, it's not about getting the girl or even trying to live a good life. Um, Phil doesn't get out of the loop until he has awareness, until he's completely aware and satisfied in his own situation. That's when he breaks it. It wasn't about, oh, I think you think back on that movie, you think it's about him learning to, like, love or be a good person or what. Or play piano. It's none of those things. Yeah, it's a it's little about bit about learning 100% to play the piano. Immediate awareness. That's 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 deep. When I, that's deep stuff. When I watch that movie, I also like to pretend that Chris Elliott's character is also looping through time, and just trying to like get it together and maybe get some maybe get some trim, and he just like, but in the final day that Phil gets it together and does get him some trim, Chris Elliott comes to grips with the fact that no, he is. He is virtually unfuckable. And once he has that realization, he is also freed from the loop. I would also like to point out that something that's not addressed in that movie that always kind of freaks me out is that once he breaks the loop and wakes up the next day, one, no one will ever believe him. Yeah. Two, does he instantly age all the time that he spent? I don't think so. He just withers away to dust before Annie McDowell's horrified eyes. Did Annie McDowell complete her loop of trying to get through a sentence sounding like a real person saying things in the world? That, she doesn't do that at all. She never does that in the movie. Where is your accent from? Like, do you think it must also be really disconcerting to be Phil on February 3rd? Because you know he's like, crossing the street without looking you're like no no it's fine it's fine there's no, no cars trust me ah shit <laughs> a guy's gonna break a plate in Aiden. hey break that plate i need Please. this kid climb that tree right? fall out he's gonna spiral into madness yeah. like it's never addressed but he he's gonna lose his mind he's on just the waiting underneath a tree with his arms open just <laughs> waiting hey does anyone kid want to climb this tree any kids 
I learned how to be a piano virtuoso in one day. Bang, bang, bang. I don't think I don't think he loses this. Watch, I can rob a bank and there's no consequences. <laughs> You're he in jail. prison. Prison shot. Shot crossfire. Dead. Chris Elliott looks on knowingly. <laughs> We've all been there, We've Phil. all been there, man. We've all been there. So guys, this has been my brother, my brother, and me. It's a podcast for the for people to listen to and enjoy. Uh, thank you to everyone tweeting about the show, like Landon Howell, Joe Rusco, uh, Sean Jones, Jasmine Watton, Ethan Ryder, Kimbryonic Stem Cell, Mark Paris, Ellie, Jess Raven Gordon, Paul Manon, and so many others. Uh, you are the best, and we love you very thank much. Thank you all. I also want to thank John Roderick and the Long Winters for the use of our theme song, It's a Departure, off the album, Putting the Days to Bed. Um, they actually changed the name of the album where they put spaces in between the words so you have to say it like I just said it mm. it's not me that's just the name of the album now um, uh, if you would uh, we mentioned the Jumbotron so you can go do that if you want um, also I don't know what the story is with, uh, with BoatParty.biz I don't know what's going on there but you may want to head there and register to find out what's going on because it, it looks like it's going to be popping off whatever is happening there. And I'm almost positive that it is not one of those horrible internet tricks. No, oh, yeah. It probably is not an internet trick. I wanted to say a very personal uh, goodbye to You Look Nice Today, one of the podcasts that was a huge inspiration uh, for, for me growing up uh, listening to, to shows. They are ending their run soon, and uh, I'm really going to miss those guys. Yeah, me so. too. Yeah, it's, a, it's um, a great show. But at the same time, watch the throne. We coming up. Climbing those spots <laughs> on the iTunes charts. So uh, thank you for all, everything you've done for us. But especially thank you for allowing us to watch the throne. And we are also still in, uh, in, in talks about uh, live show possibilities. Thanks, everybody, for sending in suggestions for venues and everything. Um, so if Except you... for the people who said, in my butt. That was not <laughs> helpful at you all. You don't even know anyone in your butt. How are you going to get us in there? It's very exclusive. Um, you guys want a final one? Yeah. Uh, no, I don't want this train to end. Well, No, I want it to end very Yeah, badly. I'm very hungry. Okay. Uh, it was uh, sent in by Ira Ray. Who wants to know? <laughs> I do. It's by Yahoo Answers user Rockbiter who asks, Is there any wimpier musician than James Taylor? <laughs> no. Uh, hey, I'm Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Justin McElroy. This is my brother, my brother, and me. He's your dad. <laughs> <laughs>